Hello Wanderers, and welcome to Undertown. At the beginning of this year, Zach and Caitlin took a hiatus, so we decided to invite some of our friends to game with us in D&D 5th Edition. Since 2021 was extra hectic as we welcomed two new babies into the Wandering Gamer family, this game is going to take the place of our holiday special. Undertown will run through the rest of the year, and Outlaws will be back on the first Monday of January. Thank you all for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy Undertown. Hey Wanderers, and welcome to Undertown, the Wandering Gamer Network's hiatus game. Last time, the party killed the necromantically friended Oswald Vile. After the battle, a grim shadow appeared on the wall, wanting to chat. Now, welcome Wanderers to Undertown. Very short intro. It was, well, you know, it was a boss fight last time, so, I mean, I could give a blow-by-blow -blow of punches but basically what happened is there was a lot of punching and then a creepy shadow formed up on the wall and you heard a female voice saying i'd like to talk and now it's on all of you can we get re-introed into the female voice i want to get i want to i want to immerse myself into this okay the room has been destroyed by your battle with oswald vile He's now dead and come back to life. You chatted for a while. You're all sitting around feeling good about yourselves, talking about potentially arming a mob to do something with swords and stuff. And then, as if from nowhere, a shadow is cast on the wall of a figure in a dark... Well, I guess you can't tell it's a dark cloak because it's a shadow. A figure in a cloak and hood carrying a huge sickle forms up on the wall and you hear a voice say, Let's talk. Or, I think we need to talk. Or, we have some talking to do. Which is it? I didn't look up the line it ended on. Well, what's going to happen is, it's whichever line it did end on in the last episode. But that's the gist. I'm trying to give Ben an opportunity here to just be like, well, why can't we just talk now? Oh, wait, was that, was that a line? Why can't we just talk now? There we go. There it is. Uh, wait, were you saying that in response to we should talk? Did you say, why can't we talk now? Yes, I think that's what just happened. Okay, the shadow is like growing menacingly up the wall. The room is dark. You feel like a chill. And then the shadow just kind of stops and like hesitates. Yeah, that was... Yes, and then like out of the shadow on the wall, a like fairly short figure walks carrying a like scythe literally twice their height you know so if this figure is five feet tall ten foot scythe yeah yes i meant talk now i meant talk now it would have been much more intimidating if you had used thaumaturgy or something to like make your voice scary give some scary noises um yeah usually being a shadow carrying a sickle's enough anyways Hi, all of you. I assume you just killed my brother. We can... He's not dead. Well, he he is kind of dead, but... Ish. Not... I know okay. what necromancy is. Yeah. No, dead. Yeah, dead. Very dead. Anyways. Well, undead. So I'm, I guess I'm curious as to, like, the why of what's going on. Well, to start, his little group of torn cloaks were antagonizing the town and we didn't like that if you can't tell we're new here 
I I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. figured that. I know most people, and I've never met any of you. Yeah, so we decided to do something about it. Didn't know he wasn't a typical resident of Undertown before we fought him. He didn't he didn't tell us that till afterwards. I imagine he probably started with the punching and not the talking. Typically the way he starts conversations. Or did start conversations. He's still right here. Yeah, but he's like undead now. He's like a thrall, so... Anyways, and I also don't want to talk to myself. The real thing here is I don't want to talk to myself. <laughs> I, I, was t I was so totally trying to get you to talk to yourself. <laughs> the real question, though, is what are what's next? I guess what I'm asking is, what are you doing after this? You got rid of Oswald? Now what? Well, got rid of's not really, I don't think, the right way to put it we recruited him all right you recruited him into what uh we want to leave ah well don't we all i, or, I guess or at, the, or at the very least if we can't leave destroy this place to where nobody can get pulled down here again i like the way all of you think i think and i i know part of our reasoning here too about his the way he was making the life of the citizens, we wanted to also make it better for them because it's just a win-win all around. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, my brother is terrible. But, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? He's been here since he was, like, 10. Not a great place to be raised. Also, being raised by a lich. Yikes, it really warps your perspective on things. Yeah, so our, I guess our, our next plan was to either find... Your mom or you, but looks like you've saved the trouble of finding us. We are hoping to recruit or enthrall either you or your mom to help us take down your dad. But sounds like you might be on our side, kind of. I hope you don't have to kill. We were gonna talk. We were gonna talk first. Let's put it that way. Cool. Yeah. Please don't try to kill me to recruit me. I would hate to have to use the sickle on you. Um. But yeah. I'm willing to help, you know, I'm here for whatever you need, so long as it's not, you know, morally horrible, as long as you're actually trying to help people or stop this place, I agree, I also want to go home. I was a bit older when I got stuck here, and I don't like it. So, here's the deal, right? Yep, you can try to recruit my mom, but she's not gonna, she's gonna be about as receptive as Oswald, so just keep that in mind. I thought your mom was trying to get out of here, though. Well, she is. But I doubt she's going to want to get out of here. I feel like this is a mutual cause. Yeah. You know, maybe try to talk to her and see how it goes. My point is she's pretty far gone. I turn into a shadow and carry a sickle. She has been experimenting on people for, like, a long time. And turning them into eldritch creatures. She's not great. My point is I don't invite her over for dinner very often, you know? But if you can recruit her, she's dangerous and deadly. So there's that. I guess what I'm saying is, how can I help? Because I'm here and want to help. It's a really broad question I was not prepared for. I mean, that's fine. You know, you can have my email address or whatever. Wait, damn it. I don't have any ghost jokes for this. I, I want to be Zach. <laughs> I want to. Wait, would it be your Gmail? 
It's all right. It's pretty good. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) How, um, how close are you with your mom? Would, Would you being around be helpful or hurtful for trying to recruit her? I think I could be helpful, but that's just in, like, a skill way. Like, I'm very sneaky. I can find creepy ways to get into places. I can help y'all do that, you know? I can do, like, disguises or travel through the shadows. I know how to get into the Twisting Palace, which is, you know, not something everyone can do without alerting all the guards, if you want. So, like, I I have abilities. I think, probably, my mom would... Either, I think she'd probably just try to imprison me or kill me. Probably. I don't think she would want to talk to me. She does not approve of the way that I'm doing things right now. Where I'm like, trying to, I'm kind of Robin Hooding this place, you know, in a creepy way. I haunt places and steal their stuff and give them to people, you know. Oh, hey, that's, that's uh, quite a coincidence. That's exactly what I was doing here. So, uh, helpful aside from uh, being charismatic, I understand. (laughs) Right, yes. She's no bard, eh, right, Ama? No, no. Thankfully, we do have other methods of persuasion. And she strums her lute. Oh, I usually just turn into a creepy shadow on a wall and tell people that I'm going to cut their heads off if they don't do what I say. Is that not... Maybe I shouldn't... Uh, anyways, that that's might, how I usually do things. That might be uh, a second route uh, if recruiting does not work. Gotcha. And by recruiting, do you always mean killing and then rezzing with necromantic powers, or is sometimes recruiting like a conversation? Oh, I believe we start with the conversation. Gotcha. Just so far in this place, the conversations haven't gone well. I mean, we have two necromancy recruits, but I'd say we got Terrence. Yeah, Terrence. Terrence. We we talked to him, and he was he was nice. And the barkeep, and the members of the bar. Well. Hey, look at you guys making friends. All right. I I guess what I'm saying is I'm here for your help. You know what? Here's the deal. If you need me, talk to a shadow and I can hear it. That's the best way to get a hold of me. Do our own shadows count? Yeah, any shadow. I can hear the shadows. That has to be very confusing. How do you filter through all that? It's something you learn. <laughs> that was a solid TNG reference. Anyways, we're going to scoot right on past my TNG reference. What's TNG? Huh? What's TNG? Star Trek The Next Generation when uh, Picard is looking through Jordy's visor and he's like, how do you filter out all of the noise? And he's like, it's something you learn. Like when you're in a crowded room, but you can got, still hear two, one person talking because Jordy has to see through a visor. Anyways. She already talked to us about her mom, just other than she's pretty far gone at this point, right? It's going to take more work than just, if you want to, yeah, if you want to convince the mom, it's going to take more work than walking in and shaking her hand. She's not going to be, like, immediately receptive. Well, we fought one person, we have another person that's willing, and, like, it just sounds like this one's going to be a fetch quest. (laughs) Fetch me a fresh citizen! I mean, you could could go that route if you want. You know, that's possible. (laughs) Bring me the man called Terence. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just right. giving Cody bad ideas. So pulling back and looking at this from a bird's eye view, here's what you have going on right now. You have a you have a you have like a gang hideout full of weapons. 
You just lost one party member. He just vanished into thin air. You have that, like, the torn cloaks are off doing something somewhere. Your one thrall has yet to die. And yeah, so then you have the Twisting Palace, which is this giant place, you know, that seems impossible to get into that. What's her name? Gosh, I forgot her name. You didn't give her a name, I think. Uh, let me look it up. I didn't give her a name, and you guys didn't ask because you're very rude. I mean, I have Sister Vile written down right now. She has a name. Hang on. Her name is Leora, just so you know. L-E-Y-O-R-A. L-E-O-R-A. Leora. Yeah. So, what does everybody want to do? You, you kind of got... This is one of those things where, like, I don't have a straight line for how to get to the end of this thing. You know what I mean? There's just places you can do and things you can do. So you tell me what you want to do, and we'll go from there. You're at a crossroads. Well, first side note, to give people some more time to think about that, I'd like to ask if Mort could talk to Oswald about recalling all the troops so that they don't kill Hector. Yes. Do you have a magical way to, to get everyone... Well, I could technically just bring them back here, couldn't I, Cody? Do we have that, like, can I just sense what's going on with Hector, or... You don't, you can just tell if the connection to Hector is lost. You can't, like, control Hector. You don't have, like, an Xbox controller on him. He just does what you say. Okay. He said he would try to come back, like, after, he would try to basically distract them as long as possible, and then come back. So the goal is for him to come back, but, it, you know, you don't really know what's going on with him. You can ask Oswald about this, though, if you would like. Okay. So, do you have a way to, uh, you know, get in touch with all your troops? Well, um, the the Bracers can kind of do that. I, you, they, they, we have, like, a certain link with those, so if you're wearing one of the Bracers, and you... Try to communicate, it kind of acts as like a, trying to give the right way to put this, it's like a intention radio. You can't have like a whole conversation, but you can give uh, like vague commands. I don't have any of the bracers on anymore, so I can't do that, but you know, whoever's wearing a bracer could try. Ama has a pair from uh, the first fight, I think um, Greg took a pair after the Oswald fight. Well, either of them could give it a shot, so if you want to try, you know, go for it. Greg looks like he's about to have a great dinner. <laughs> Greg's sitting over a campfire, just cooking away. Greg or Ama, you are capable of trying to use these things to recall troops, or give that, like, vague command. I just put it up in front of Oswald so that they don't panic and have him give the command. Can they tell who it's from? Yes. I'd put him on Oswald real quick and just take him back. <laughs> <laughs> or can we send a specific message to Hector? No. You no. you can tell if Hector dies and you can give Hector verbal communi- you can give Hector verbal instructions. Oh, he doesn't have the bracers. Right, he does not have bracers on right now. And yeah, even if you could it, it it telegraphs to everybody. All right, no, so I who's, put him on who's given who's given Oswald the bracers? Either Ama or um Greg can do that. Do I have to give him both or just one? Would one be enough? Just one. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him one. All right. You slip a bracer onto his arm. He immediately hulks out into giant Oswald form. Oh yeah! I miss these bracers even in the afterlife, brother. 
he says. And then, uh, goes, alright, what message you want me to send? Have, have, have all your, have all your torn cloaks come back? Alright, give me a second. Alright, uh, Mort, roll with, uh, um, what what do we what do we have you do when you've controlled people before? Magic, and arcana. Okay. Uh, twenty one. Okay, perfect. You see, Oswald kind of like he closes his eyes for a minute. He flexes in Dragon Ball Z fashion. There's a brief aura of energy, and he goes, "The message has been sent. They're on their way." May, may I request that he keeps that now? I like having a macho man to uh to do the fighting. I mean, I prefer wearing the bracer. The voice is more fun. Okay, so the torn cloaks are returning. What is everybody doing? You're gonna you're gonna make me change my character sheet again, Ben. We'll we'll just magic you one of the other bracers that we stole. Yeah, then I'll have to change it again, again. Oh, you just <laughs> okay. So whiny about getting cool stuff. Yeah, I, I'm whiny about getting cool stuff and then having cool stuff taken away from me. <laughs> we Boys, just... get it together, or we're taking away all your cool stuff. Okay. What does everyone want to do for the 30 minutes of in-game time? It is Like, what I mean is, it's going to take them 30 minutes to get back. What do you do? Can I magic one of the other bracers to solve this conundrum? Yeah, you can try to do that. Um, so you can go back to the enchanting room, uh, especially with Oswald's help. This is very possible. Uh, roll me, like, your magic check uh, with advantage, because Oswald is going to help you by imbuing it with his macho... Uh, with his macho powers. 18. Uh, okay, yeah, you successfully create one more bracer. But there's no more bracer scraps left. This is the last one you can make for the moment. Okay. I think now everyone has a bracer. Woo! Or at least everyone involved in Do the... Do I gain plus one additional two decks? I don't think these did anything to decks. <laughs> they were plus one to strength. Yeah. Uh, and that's just like, so 12 would become a 13. Yeah. All right. You have 25 minutes until the army of torn cloaks returns. What do you do? Well, if we're not doing anything right now, maybe we should prepare to take all the stuff that we wanted to take down to the village. Yeah, we should get out of here. They're probably not going to want to give up all their stuff, even if Oswald tells them to. But then we won't have an army. We'll have two armies. Oh, fair enough. Greg, you got all your, your knapsacks ready to go? Yeah, just let me grab them real quick, and we can head out. Okay, you you can give me a couple. I can I can carry some load. As can I. Yeah, I think we're gonna head out of here, Cody. Okay, so you guys are all just leaving leaving the nobleman's retreat. We all have a bracer now, so we can communicate with Oswald too, and everybody else. Uh, yeah. So Oswald is staying here. Uh, I mean that's up to Mort. I don't want to step on his toes. So so what's what's the plan right now? What's what is what are we actually like? What's the idea? Well, at a minimum, I think we're taking all the stuff that we got here to get back to the villagers, mostly the combat-based things. And then it's kind of a question about what we want to do with Oswald. Like, I don't think he needs to go parading around everywhere in his Hulkamaniac version form of himself. That Cody got that one. Thanks. Cody. I did. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. He is your thrall, so. So, so just like. Is the plan to leave him here? He still controls the torn cloaks. They don't know anything happened. I think that's that's best for now, and then maybe when the time comes, we give him a call to storm the castle with us. Okay. 
I relay that to to Oz. Okay, so uh, all of you are leaving the nobleman's retreat. Um, where are you headed to? Drop off all these supplies. I ain't carrying this forever. Where you want to drop them off at? Yeah, I, I think the the bar be a good place to start. Uh, okay. Uh, you make your way to the bar. When you walk in, it, it looks a little torn up. Um, it's you know obviously there was a pretty pretty legit fight in there. You know, uh, people have kind of cleared out. The bartender is still uh, behind the bar, just trying to like haphazardly nail tables back together and you know make things work. Terence is there. He's like kind of trying to act like a guard. He's nervously standing by the door, keeping watch. Uh, other than that, there's maybe a couple of patrons, but you know it looks pretty. It looks pretty sparse at the moment. You come in with piles and piles and piles of swords, and shields and armor and whatnot. You know, bows. Do we bring food too? I thought we did. Well, you mostly talked about bringing stabby things, but if you want to have brought food, that is also fine. I just don't remember because this was kind of Greg's Robin Hood mission. Yeah. Well, we also had like. We had also talked about, like, liberating them of their food and alcohol to, to distribute. Yeah, that's fine. You, you can have some of that as well. Yeah. You, you can have supplies that reasonably five people could have carried. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you enter the bar with all of these goods. Uh, stop. Who goes there? Oh, hi, guys. It's me, Terrence. How are all of you? Is he, like, standing there with his hand, hand sword? Two hand, one handed sword with two hands on it, just kind of like shaking it, trembling. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you've got the picture. I guess it would be a two handed sword, wouldn't it? No, if he's a ranger, he'd have a bow, but like he'd There's be full sword wielding. First of all, rangers can have basically any martial weapon. Second of all, this would be like the crappiest sword he could find because all of the other swords would have been taken by the torn cloaks. Okay, yes, I, I acknowledge the con- the council's made a decision. <laughs> but it's a stupid decision. Uh okay, so you have all these swords. Terrence is looking at all the swords. What do you guys do? Terrence, we need to find a way to redistribute the wealth that the torn cloaks had taken away from the rest of you, slash give all of you a chance to Defend yourselves from the evils of this quote-unquote undertown. Well, I mean, I guess it, it just, it's all about logistics, right? Like, um, I could take the swords and just go down the street and just knock on a door, hand him a sword. Knock on a door, hand him a sword, and then all the, I don't, that's what I could do, but maybe you guys could... You know, if you what you're wanting, it seems like you're trying to start trouble, which I'm fine with. But I feel like if you're gonna be head troublemakers, you gotta kind of—that's on you. You know what I mean? Like I can do what I'm told, but I don't know how to start a rabble. Do you have a place that we could store these at for now? Because general pause for that party thought. Um, I think we put them in the basement. Says the bartender. Um, Because if we store everything now, because I don't want to preemptively arm and get everybody riled up until it's time for the siege, I guess. Gotcha. Um, Again, I don't want to step on Greg's Robin Hood movement here, but I I think we store it away. And then when it's time, we gather everybody together because I don't think necessarily Terrence is definitely the most charismatic character in this universe. Um, Hurtful, but okay. 
I think it was uh it was it, it wasn't about taking the swords or it wasn't about having the swords it was about taking the swords it was about destroying the status quo because the status is not quo the world's a mess and we just need to fix it are you saying suggesting we seize the means of production pretty much yeah <laughs> I think just the town is a mess like the world's where we want to be just my input anyways I'm guarding. Uh, but I, I think we should, at a minimum, definitely store stash these somewhere. And if the bartender su suggests the basement. You can put them in the basement. That's fine. I don't know. Sure. Nothing can get worse in this place. So just put them in the basement. I would like to take some of the good food that we just got and have him try it. He uh, starts eating. Okay, we've been watching Food Wars, so I'm going to try not to describe it like an episode of Food Wars. <laughs> <laughs> He, he takes a bite and just one tear cuts through his grizzled, gnarly face and into his large beard. Just one tear as he tastes the best tasting thing he's ever had. Now, now I have a question. Is this food, like, excellent for the world standard or is it just, just okay, but it's excellent for this place's standard? I think it's just normal food. It's pretty good food. I don't know what to tell you. It's like good food. What do you What do you want from me? <laughs> there is a, there is a distinction. No, I wanted to know is it is it like would this be a delicacy out in the real world, or would this be normal food in the real world that just happens to be a delicacy here? Yeah, we can go with that. That's fine. <laughs> well, uh, the way you described it, Cody, was just like you know they've actually been able to smuggle in real world yeah. food without like yeah. the grime and the slime. So I reckon it's just real food. It's just regular food. It's not bad, but it's not good. But it, comparatively, yeah, they're gonna have the best stuff that could possibly that could possibly be gotten here. Is there anything else anyone is like itching to do right at this moment? I think so. Nope. All right, cool. So, um, as you all are stashing weapons and deciding when to and when not to arm uh, a band of citizens, you hear shouts. And as you look out the uh, bar windows, you see, first of all, like, about half the Torn Cloaks that you sent initially running through town and right on their heels, like, literally grabbing ankles with tentacles and biting heads with big, like, half-shark mouths is a horde of... Horrible eldritch creations, just shoggoths all the way down. Tentacles and flippers and half-fish octopuses, like, haphazardly glued to people, are swarming after the torn cloaks as they run screaming through town, slowly getting picked off one by one, back towards their, uh, little strongholds. And would these people be called the eel arms, Cody? I'm determined to make this. Stick. I mean, they have eel arms, yes. Some of them, like, there's one of them that has eel arms, and you're like, look, it's a whole collage of crazy creatures, and one of them does have eel arms, and it seems like in a pinch, someone might describe the type of theme that they're going for here as having eel arms, yes. Uh, do we have to fix this? I feel like this is our fault. Abominations! Triggered. <laughs> Rolf just starts shaking violently at hearing that word just knocking fast release arrows just going <laughs> <laughs> Rolf is noticeably triggered to silence and stillness <laughs> I take that as a yes I guess we have to fix this Cody I don't know if you did this 
Wait, no, I'm I'm upset with monstrosities, not abominations. Never mind. This is less fun. Oh, uh, monstrosities. I, I forgot what they it was can called. be monstrosities. It's fine. I would say this qualifies. Yeah, same thing. I, Still I, triggered, then. <laughs> <laughs> You're slightly less triggered. You went from like a ten to a nine. <laughs> nine and a half. Like none of them are doppelgangers. They are just corrupted people. So you know they're monstrosities, for lack of a better term. It's close, though. It's 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 in the vein. You know, it this it's in the ballpark. Still triggered. All right, so the the horde clears out of town, right? There's a few straggling, like, crawling things that have been twisted so far that they no longer have legs, kind of, like, flopping down the street, all snapping mouths and slithering tentacles. Off back towards where you have just come, the empty, uh, torn cloak stronghold. What is everybody doing? Um being triggered number one but Got it. carl is thinking that these are like i like you know that these people based on what we know from mama vile these are experimented on people that are kind of lost who they are so it's probably not really them slash their fault and we might be able to use them as a way to follow them back to the mama vile's place of business okay this is not bad ideas but you don't have enough information to know that for sure. Anyone else have thoughts, comments, questions, concerns about what's happening? I think we should just let them all die. That does that does significantly diminish our second-ish <laughs> army, which is more trained than going to be our first army. Sounds like, let them fight. <laughs> Some of you may die. So I just, I just want everyone who obviously can't see our webcams to note that Devante... Uh, Upon being questioned about that, just shrugged his arms while drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're joined. We're joined today by Cersei Lannister, <laughs> who's going to spend this episode drinking wine and doing nothing. <laughs> it's a long. It's, it was a long day at school. <laughs> I get it. Cersei's had a long life. It's fine. She's 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 got people that she needs to let die. <laughs> Alright, any other thoughts besides maybe using them as a means to track back to Mama Vile? Or letting them die. Or letting them die, yeah. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Both viable options. I don't have any specific thoughts on what to do with this. Is your only thought just to reanimate anything that's dead? I mean, sometimes to kill things that aren't dead yet. Uh, okay, so then... Basically, now what you guys have is there is a siege going on, and you can try to investigate that if you want to try to learn more about the uh, creepy squid monsters. Um, or this would also be a time when the uh, lab of Mama Vile is probably more vacant due to the fighting between the Torn Cloaks and the like creations of Mama Vile. To make this really hard for Cody, let's split up. I mean, you can. That's fine. It just means that you have half the swords if things go sideways. When they go sideways. Well, because, I mean, we could always call uh, Leora. Is that what we said? Yeah. We could always have her kind of get us into that hideout uh, and, like, take a couple of us over there while the rest of us try to mitigate as much damage as possible over here. 
I'm trying to minimize the damage to our raid force here, Cody. I want to go in with a full siege. <laughs> well, it's like by the second you're losing raid force, you know? Like, if the Torn Cloaks have made it to those walls, there's less of them now than there were when they started, and then they're defending their stronghold against creepy Cthulhu monsters. Yeah, but de defense dictates, you know, one person for every six attackers. Um, what if those six attackers are creepy Cthulhu monsters? How does that shake out in the equation? <laughs> no one can outsmart bullet. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, how many Ents does an Orc equal, you know what I mean? Or how many Orcs does an Ent equal? I, I, I know, I'm joking. I'm joking. If we're splitting the party, I call the siege. <laughs> Just because people will die. Well, no, I get two more thralls that way. Well, that is true. And some of them could be creepy tentacle thralls. But I mean, at the same time, if you're saying it's as bad as it is, Cody, is there really any benefit for us getting involved in this? Yes, I have two thralls over there. Stop it. Stop. Well, what I can tell you won't happen is I won't uh, just murder the entire party and say you lose if you go and look at a siege. I promise that won't happen. I mean, well, it sounds like the options here is we watch the siege and just like, okay, cool, siege. Or we go invade the lab while it's weakly defended. Or we participate in the siege. <laughs> also a possibility. It's very open-ended here. And like, Look at it this way, you're like the Aragorns of this world. Did it matter that Aragorn specifically was at Helm's Deep? Well, like, by the numbers, no, but in the story, yes. You know what I mean? Or we can do nothing. Or you can do nothing, and you can let the tentacle monsters kill the torn cloaks and, you know, see who wins. Alright, fine. Let's go save them. What? No, no, no. Hey, Tonk, I think you have a valid idea of sending a person or two over there to go check out this lab and try to talk to her. Oh, thank God. But I don't, I think three people should help with the siege, and two people should go. I call siege. I'll also help with the siege. I call, let me look at my charisma. <laughs> I call siege. Okay, we got three for the siege. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have no bonus to charisma. Amal looks like we're going to the lab. Are you okay with that? I am okay going wherever I need to go. Oh, Wait, oh. I mean, unless you want to be a part of the siege, too, I'll go to the lab. It's fine. Your charisma is so great. How would you not want to go and try to convince someone? You could play her a song on the loot. Exactly. My charisma is wonderful, and I am very persuasive. Ding, 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 ding. We might need to shift someone else over to help them. Uh, pause out of that. Just rip the world off real quick who actually has the best charisma in this party because it's not me or ama not me not me, I, not me. <laughs> ben i guess i do plus three ben you oh my gosh <laughs> ben you're coming with me because i have a minus one y'all are weirdos <laughs> except the actual weirdo mandy what's yours i have a zero i also have a zero I have minus one, so I definitely should not be going on this. Ben, you have to go. But do I? <laughs> Mort, you are the most convincing out of all of us. Look, we'll keep some sacrifices alive for you. How about that? Does that work? No, no, no. It's not about the sacrifices. It's about the two bodies I have over there already. There's, there's two people over there that already belong to me. And you have to trust us that we'll protect your thralls. Can't see why I would go to the lab, but ah. because Mort, I would assume they have some really nice 
abominations experiments there, just on you know on their deathbed, just waiting to be reanimated. You guys think I have weird fetishes? I don't reanimate all the bodies. Yes, but they're probably stronger than the ones you than some of the ones you have now. Stronger than Macho Man, Randy, whatever. His name's Oswald Vile. His name's Oswald Vile. Nacho Man Tandy Tavage. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll go to the lab. Don't you have to replace one of your uh, skellies anyway? No, I reanimated that one. Yeah, but was it? Oh, wait. It was the other one that you should probably just let die. That's right. But what are the odds that it's stronger than Hector? Pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Going to the lab. Cool. Sorry, Ben, I'm peer pressuring you. No, that's fine. I just wanted to argue about it for a minute. <laughs> that's our scene. Uh, okay. How how do you uh how do you want to get to the lab? They should probably call Leora. So wait. So it, who's going to the lab? Who's going to? Is it? I think Ama and uh, Mort. Okay. Okay. Oh no. Let me bring up my spells. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get thaumaturgy ready. She has to get her uh, her travel tunes ready. <laughs> I, I sent one of the skeletons with the people going to the siege. You know what? I'm going to level with you guys. My plan here would have been that Ama and Ben would have gone first going to the lab. We're not going to do that because Ben is cutting out every three seconds. Mm, so we're going to do the other half of it. And then that's going to be where the cliffhanger ends, which was not my original plan, which is fine. Okay. Um, so the the three of you... You have, uh, currently there is a siege going on. You haven't really looked at it much yet. Um, what, what do you guys want to do? This is a really nice siege. Well, let's go see what's happening. <laughs> Cody, do any of them have, like, normal faces? Alright, so, do any of the, the cthulhu creatures have normal faces? Yes. Okay, so, you walk out of the inn, the, um... The road towards the nobleman's retreat is, like, thick with ichor and slime. It's all gross. There's, like, the occasional body of a dead torn cloak, like, leading a path of ruin towards the uh, nobleman's retreat. As you make your way there, like I said, it's in, like, the side of a big mountainside, and then there's a wall built out from the, like, sheer, um, like, cliff face of a mountain. Um, and there's, like, a pretty big empty space between the actual town and this, like, little small castle that's there. Um, once you get close, you can see, like, a horde of these creatures all clamoring at the gate. Meanwhile, there are, um, torn cloaks manning the walls. They're all, like, frantically firing arrows down as quickly as they can into, like, this roiling mass of tentacles and like, creepy creatures that are also throwing rocks up and trying to rip the wall down, like, stone at a time with magically enhanced strength. And you can make a perception check. Let me finish my notes. Okay. All of us? Well, I mean, Carl asked a specific question, or Rolf asked a specific question, so if you, if there's something you want to know, you can also make perception checks. Not with an eight, he's not. <laughs> no, so with an eight, none of them appear to have human faces at all. In fact, you're pretty sure none of these are human. I just want to help. I don't want to shoot things. <laughs> I want to look and see if if I think the Torn Cloaks will be able to, to fend off his attack, or if they're going to get broken into. 
Gotcha. Is that perception or investigation? Um, let's go perception because you're like looking at the scene. You're not really investigating. Darn, investigation is better. That's fine. <laughs> not with a five. I don't know that. So to you, this looks like even matched. You probably haven't been in that many of these types of battles. Like this is a like a full siege. They don't have like any rams. So you're like, well, how would they ever get the door open? It's probably fine. Any other questions you guys have? Um. Oh, what are they doing with the bodies of the torn cloaks? Like, are they literally trying to kill them, or are they like trying to take them hostage and drag them away? Oh, they are not trying to take them hostage. They're just killing them. Yeah, just mass murder. Yeah, it's just they're just they're just like going crazy, killing their way through all the torn cloaks. Hmm. Rampage. Nice. Yeah, they seem like um like. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Like, it, it's more like animalistic. They're not. They don't seem to have like rank and command and organization. It's just there's a lot of monsters all at once throwing themselves at these walls. I guess you say a lot. How many is a lot? Are we talking thirty or three hundred? I would say probably in total maybe fifty, but these are mostly bigger than humans, so that's a lot. And there are maybe like. 20 torn cloaks manning the wall, but it's like arrows aren't just automatically winning the day. You know what I mean? It's like the... It's not like they're never killing one of these things, but it doesn't seem easy. Does that make sense? Alright, any other questions that you guys have about the siege? Do they look like... So, no one looks like they can be reasoned with? Like, there's no one that looks as if they are a rank above there is not a like big scary monster standing in the back like pointing a sword no um if you want to try to take one of these things prisoner like snatch one at the back that seems to not be doing very much you can definitely try that um but there isn't like a guy you can go up to, you know what i mean what I'm saying is if you want to try to talk to one of them, it's going to be a roll, and the result of that roll is that you might end up fighting a lot of these things. That ain't worth it, boss. Somebody wants to talk to him? I, I'm sitting way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> just just watching it happen. I'll have an arrow knocked, but like I ain't getting close to that thing. So you don't want to distract them and then run back to the keep where Ama and Mort are trying to get into right now? Uh, No. Because I don't, we don't really have any know where they're going or how they're getting there. Like, Leora's going to take them to their mom's secret lab in the woods. We don't really have anywhere to go. <laughs> Throw a fireball! <laughs> I don't think we have anyone who could do a fire... Wait a second. Yeah, no. I don't... <laughs> yeah, we don't have anyone who could do a fireball right now. <laughs> Cody, I'll make you a deal. I'll talk to them, but I want to roll with fast friends, calm authority, and hypnotizing <laughs> eyes. Uh, as you say that, you see the door of the like the gate around the nobleman's retreat like breaks open, and you hear like screams from the siege as um, like the torn cloaks are now fighting in their little courtyard area. And all of the creepy monsters have uh, invaded. And we took a lot of their weapons. Good for us. Well, you did. You did take a lot of the weapons, but I mean, the Torn Cloaks were armed, so it's not the end of the world, you know. Well, I mean, it is for the Torn Cloaks, but you know what I mean. Does this mean we have to go in there now? No. No, it just means that we're going to watch them get slaughtered. 
or get slaughtered herself. Well, here's the question, though. If we sit here and do nothing, where do they go next? They go into the green mist. Maybe to return? Just a little bit less, so is there really a consequence? Other than them being- I'm worried they go after the townspeople next. I mean, they ran straight past the townspeople before. They were actively engaged. If I dangle fresh meat in front of a lion, it's gonna follow the meat. I mean, that fresh meat has been there for however long this place has been here, so- So what would the torn cloaks have done to aggravate it? Yeah, but it is- It's kinda our fault, though, that they were even out there in the first place. Alright, well then, it looks like we're about to go fight. I'm not happy about any of the solutions here. Thanks, Cody. Nope, nope, nope. I am completely okay with this. I pull out my uh, hammer, <laughs> my shield, and I start running across. I tail behind at a modest pace. But enough to stay in range. I, I, I run with him. I would have been throwing fireballs already. <laughs> I, I love the I love that heroic sentence right there. I tail behind at a moderate pace. <laughs> a modest Says Rolf, pace. The hero. <laughs> I want to stay in range, but I don't want to be up there taking the brunt of the tentacles. Before we like as like before we get started, though, can I get my little orby thing thrown into the air as I channel divine? inspiration or whatever the crap is called uh yeah you can do that uh, okay okay and that is where we're gonna end so you throw a, div- a divine orb up in the air um you know everyone begins feeling your like clerical blessings be bestowed upon them and right as you're running like the back ranks of the eldritch creatures turn to face you all three of you just running right at him. I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Undertown. The music for this show was Action Epic by Kamiku and can be found at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. If you like the show, you can check out more at our website or on Podbean and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us streaming on Tuesday nights at wandering underscore gamers on Twitch. Until next time, be careful wandering the Undertown.